Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, happy Sunday. Welcome to Lockdown Blue Jacket. We are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, uh, and I have returned from my uh, COVID vaccination uh, break to bring you the rest of the chat I had with Jeff Svoboda about the upcoming season. Uh, we've got some goalie talk. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the new guys in town. Uh, so it'll be... It'll be exciting. Uh, and then after that, we're going to talk a little bit about the Olympics because they announced earlier this week that the Olympics are, in fact, allowing NHL players, which is very exciting. I know everyone's very excited about America versus Canada, but I figured the Blue Jackets have a lot of Europeans. So let's look at some uh, some Europeans, maybe, that will be making the Olympic trip. But uh, first, I'll get right into the rest of my conversation with Jeff. Let's go from from Tortorella to Tortorella's favorite thing. Uh, let's talk goalies because I feel like we had uh, like, and from what I've heard, we had a vague plan in place for the goalie situation this season, and then obviously uh, things kind of didn't shake out that way, losing Kivlenix, um earlier earlier this off season. But b- before that, I got the I got the vibe that we were looking to move on from Corpus Allo and move forward with Muslikins and, and Kivaletics. Obviously, we're going, it looks like we're going into the season now with both Corpus Allo and Muslikins. Do you think they both stay the entire season? Do you think we get a true tandem? Do you think one of them pulls ahead as, as a starter? Like, what, what are your kind of initial thoughts for goaltending this season? Yeah, I think you were right in that the, the, the plan was, you know, this past offseason, you know, the thought was to, to trade either Elvis or Corpy, and then whoever stayed would be, would uh, you know, would be the starter, basically, and then Matisse would be the backup. And obviously, you know, the two things that changed that, you know, A, obviously the tragic passing of Matisse uh, really leaves left a hole there because they thought he was a guy that they could, they were willing to put in, you know, basically slot in as a backup goaltender at the NHL level. Um, and then the other thing that kind of changes that is it was not a great goaltender market again this year. And so, you know, as much as you don't want to just lose one of these guys, you know, they're both UFAs at this end of this upcoming season, um, as much as you, you, you might just lose one of them for nothing at that point, is there really a utility of trading a good player for pennies on the dollar, you know, just to do it. And so I think they kind of got to a point where with every, once they looked at everything, um, as they approach the free agent market and the trade season and the draft and all that stuff that like, it made sense to keep both of those goalies. Now, um, I will also say that at the end of last year, both of those goalies said, you know, they would prefer to be the number one guy. And so either you're going to, if you do a tandem situation, uh, this upcoming season, cause it looks like, you know, they are going to go into the season with both of these guys still on the roster. If you do a tandem situation, um, and it works, that's, that's great. But I think you also still have, you know, how do the goalies respond to that? mentally and then you also have the situation of if someone grabs the job and runs with it you know that goalie's happy but the second guy is like well this this stinks <laughs> so um and they've all they've obviously all been through it at times but you know corby's been a backup Elvis has been a backup but i don't think either of them now having seen starters minutes is going to be super excited about going back into that role i mean they'll do it for the team but i don't think they given their druthers they'd rather be starting somewhere else and so it is a little bit of a tough 
situation to where I say they both want to be number ones and, and as they should, you know, if you're, if you're a goalie who doesn't want to be a number one, what are you even doing out there? Like, I mean, nobody dreams of being the backup. Um, and so, you know, they both want to be the starter, but I think the the reality is if, if one of them, whoever isn't, is going to be disappointed and it's just hard, unless the tandem really works, uh, it, it's hard to kind of maintain one of those. And so it will be fascinating to see how it works out. Cause you have two guys, I think, who are ready to be starters. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. And that's going to be one of the biggest things where, um, and Brett Larson being a new head coach, uh, is gonna have to lean on, you know, goalie coach Manny legacy quite a bit through this whole thing to keep those goalies either happy starting half the games or keep one guy happy. Who's only starting a quarter of the game. So uh, yeah, that, that, that's going to be a big issue, a big thing to watch. And it wouldn't be a huge surprise either. You know, you say, well, both of them be here all year. Now if they're in the playoff race, I think there's a good chance that they will be, but if they're not um, and you come to the, the trade deadline and a team needs a goalie, then there's maybe your chance to make the most of, of trading one of those guys. And so, I mean, we will see what happens, but Obviously, the plan has definitely changed from what I think they thought it was going to be coming into this offseason. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we we ended up getting first round picks for Nick Foligno and David Savard. And like, I love those guys. I don't know that the, either of them are worth first round picks, you know, but it's 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 what the market yeah. dictates. You know, if we get a first round pick and some change for either goalie, um, it feels like a very weird problem to have. Like, oh, we have two really good goalies, but it, it's tough because you only really have room for room for one so it uh and i guess that could that could work in our favor you know if you've got two guys that are trying to win that spot they're, they're gonna work i think anyway they're gonna work harder than a guy who has already been assured that number one spot and doesn't need to necessarily put the the effort in to keep his spot if that makes sense yeah it's one of those things that it can work out really well or maybe it won't who knows but it also <laughs> but it also is one of those things that you know, not that you, we you want a guy to get hurt, but we've seen each of these guys get hurt the last couple of years. And so it also gives you the uh, protection barrier that if one of these guys does go down, um, you still have the other that can really shoulder the load. Uh, and so there is a little bit of insurance there, I guess you could say that, you know, if something happens and a guy gets hurt, you still feel pretty comfortable that, um, you, you know, you've got a one, a right there. So um, it'll be, yeah, it'll be fascinating to see. I mean, you just never know what's going to happen during a season there's probably times where one guy or both guys will be frustrated there's probably times where it's going to work out really well uh there'll be some bumps in the road and there'll be some great times and there'll be some bad times so you just kind of have to hope that at the end of the day the the good times outweigh the bad times i guess is is what you look at coming up in a minute i've got more of my conversation with jeff but first i've got to tell you about bet online because it is that time of year again all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the latest updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL contest and the world's largest two hundred thousand dollar NFL Survivor contest. Open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. If you use promo code Locked On, all one word, you will receive a one hundred percent welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Once again, if you would like a 100% welcome bonus, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today uh, using promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Does this sound familiar? 
You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favourite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbour's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favourites together like never before, so you can watch your favourite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com, that is D-I-R-E-C-T-V.com. Compatible device required, content varies by package. Um, so I guess let's let's finish up with some semi-bold predictions, I guess. Are the Blue Jackets going to be good this season, do you think? Are they going to be bad? Are they a playoff team as it stands? Or I know we talked a little bit before about how they could be, but... Yeah. Well, was, uh, I will say one, one thing that was interesting, I, I talked to Oliver Bjorkstrand recently for an interview that'll uh, be going up soon, and he talked about, you know, in Columbus, they love to upset the expectations. They love to be counted out because, that, you know, that puts that chip on their shoulder. So, um, now, of course, any team's going to say that, but, you know, we've seen it here in Columbus over the years. So, sweet. Um, you know? Yeah, I'm not, not going to count them out by any stretch of the imagination. They seem to have kind of the right attitude, but the thing that is makes it tough too, though, is you look at the division and, it, and it's a tough division. I and, mean, you know, I was looking at some of the over-unders came out for win totals the other day or point totals the other day. And, and the blue jackets were last among the group. And, you know, there's really, there's not going to be any easy games in the metropolitan division. And so uh, that, that is what makes it somewhat tough is that they're going to, they're probably in the toughest division in hockey. Um, but, I, but, you know, at the end of the day, I, you know, I like the pieces. I think Patrick Wine has a bounce back here. Um, I think they've got really good goaltending. I think even with the trade of Seth Jones that they, they can put together a pretty good defensive core. Um, I think you, maybe they're missing a piece or two up front to be, you know, a team that's going to score a lot of goals. You know, again, I like, I like line a and there's good players there. line a Voracek, Roslovic, you know, Bjorkstrand, Nyquist. But at the end of the day, you're going to need Domi to a get healthy and step and have a better year than he had last year. You're going to need a guy like Texier to take the next step. You're going to need, maybe one or two of these other younger guys to really take a leap forward or, you know, the last two years, it's been hard to score goals here. It just has, that's the reality. And so it might be that way again, unless you see a player or two take a jump forward. And so I think that's going to be their Maybe one of their biggest concerns is where is the offense going to come from? But you know what? I, I see enough pieces there and I see enough talent that if things do mesh well and say a goalie gets hot, and, you know, say some of these young guys take steps, then I could see them contending. Um, would I run to Vegas right now and, and put money on them as a playoff team? I, I probably wouldn't. Would I take the over on the win total win number that's out there or the points number that's out there? I probably would. Yes. Uh, so, you know, I think it's getting slept on a little bit because just how a bad line. Last year was, was a disaster, if we're being honest. But it was a rough year for everybody. COVID rules, pandemic, so much going on. I, uh this is not necessarily for, for the interview, but I'm interested in uh, Chinikov coming over. I think that's a guy that could very well do what Gavrikov did last year, and not last year, a couple of years ago, and Nudavara did before him, of these guys that just kind of show up for training camp and <laughs> they make the team out of and know what everyone. I feel like everyone was like, oh, Nudavara is probably going to start in the AHL, Gavrikov's going to start in the AHL, and then they went to training camp, and it was like, oh, we have some really good guys here. So I would be, I'm really interested in, in Chinakov, I think is the, the guy that I am most interested in to come into training camp. 
Yeah, that'll be fascinating because, I mean, obviously he, I mean, he played in the second best league in the world last year and was a regular contributor on a team that won the championship. So, I mean, that's pretty good uh, bona fides right there. And he's certainly can score. I mean, I think if you watch his highlights, he can score. Uh, will the rest of his game be ready for the NHL? I, I don't know. I mean, just talking to people who've talked to scouts or people overseas. I mean, I think they great kid, great work ethic. They like him. He's talented. Is he a year or two away? Maybe still, um, you know, they say he could probably use some time in the AHL, but you know what? Maybe he shows no one probably thought he was going to be the KHL rookie of the year last year. And he was, so who knows what's going to happen? I mean, maybe he's just one of those guys that is, that just is is more mature and more ready than you think he's going to be. So you, you never know, but like, it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up being pretty good. It wouldn't surprise me if he has to, you know, kind of bounce back and forth a little bit and, and kind of learn the game at the, you know, North American side. So, but it will be worth watching. He's obviously incredibly talented. There's no doubt about that. So we, sh- we shall see on that one. But he is an X factor that if he comes in and plays really well, maybe you're just like, oh, well, there's a guy that can score. We need that. Let's go. So, yeah. Yeah, it feels very much like this team is going to ride or die on a couple of players. But also, you know, there's, there's just no accounting for guys that sometimes, like you say, like Chinikov could turn up and score 25 goals this season. Or he could turn up and spend most of the time in the AHL is just it could be either or there's no there's no real way to to judge until until the season starts so it's uh or or maybe Gregory Hoffman can score in the NHL like I mean maybe who knows like some of these things could happen like you know there because that's a guy that scored consistently in Europe for years and so um maybe he's been a point of game guy in Europe for like the last five seasons so maybe he shows up you know he's got the speed he's got the skating he's got the shot and so maybe he maybe he'll fit right in you know I mean you know, they can say that they're, they need two or three guys to really take jumps forward. And they're guys who probably have the talent. It's just, you just never know. I mean, some people kind of progress at their own rates and you just, so you just don't know how it's quite going to work, but they like say, I think the talent's certainly generally there in some cases. So. Yeah, for sure. I know Hoffman was like, a, if Alexander Texier scores 20 point or 20 goals, like I wouldn't be stunned, but you know, he's got the talent, but yeah. he just hasn't quite been able to get to that point yet. But you know, maybe this is the year. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't be mad about it. Um, I don't think he would be mad about it either. I'd forgotten that we uh, that we had Hoffman. I want I remember watching him in the World Series, the World Championships, because uh, he played a couple of games against GB. Uh, yeah, had to had to support my guys. Um, and yeah, he ended up I think tying for the tournament lead in scoring, uh, along yeah. with along with GB's own Liam Kirk. But he's he's a guy that uh, yeah I'd completely forgotten about and could be another guy that just turns up and shocks the and like I don't think he's going to be a Kirill Kaprizov necessarily but he could be a guy right, that yeah. up and and suddenly is like oh actually I'm here and I'm going to score on every goalie that there is yeah maybe you know I guess you never know like I say like he is a, he's but he scored consistently in Europe he scored consistently at the world championships so maybe you know he's and they like they like the way he skates they like the way you know he's obviously got a great shot you know he's a he's fast uh maybe his game translates uh you know i think he's got a little bit of a determination about him too from what i've heard so maybe he's one of those guys that just fits right in but yeah you know like i say they need <laughs> but they need about three or four of those things to happen i think for them to be you know as good a team as they they you know to be a playoff contender but they they can happen certainly so yeah. hopefully we'll check in next off season and we will have had a much more successful past year than I feel like this this year uh, we were the last time we talked we were so hopeful and it was you know 
obviously the, the team had to do some stuff and there was the Dubois yeah, drama, no one really... like the dra- Dubois signing and then obviously it kind of all went downhill from there I think but yeah no last year was like I say it was kind of a just a mess it just didn't like they just couldn't get it going the right direction and it just they patched it up as long as they could and then it just all kind of felt you know the the snowball started rolling down the hill and they just couldn't stop it so sometimes that happens and but you know sometimes it goes the other way sometimes things just mesh so yeah that's the funny part about seasons is sometimes they, they go the right direction and sometimes they don't, you know, last year didn't, but maybe this year will. Yeah. I'm like I say, I'm, I'm excited. I have missed blue jackets hockey. So I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure everyone, everyone that's listening has also missed blue jackets hockey. Um, but if people want to kind of catch up with uh, you and your stuff, you mentioned you've got a story coming out about Alfred York strand. Uh, where can people find you and your work? Yeah, I've been bored the last couple of weeks here. There hasn't been much going on around the old uh, uh, rink here. But, you know, if the guys are back now, they're starting to get ready. Uh, got a couple of stories, you know, next week on bluejackets.com. So you can go there to read. Um, and then after that, you know, Traverse City and then training camp. So things are really starting to pick up here. So, yeah, you can go to uh, bluejackets.com to read uh, most of my stuff. You can also follow me on Twitter uh, at Jackets Insider. Cool. Well, thanks again for uh, coming on the show. Always, always fun to get some inside knowledge on on the jackets and how how things are, are going over there in columbus excellent yeah anytime in a minute we're gonna have a little bit of a chat about the olympics which should be fun but first i've got to tell you about rockauto.com with the increasing number of makes and models of cars it's basically impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need why would you enjoy a pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the brand that their warehouse happens to carry you've got to pay them, you've got to pay for the labour, you've got to wait for the part to come in, then you've got to go back, leave your car there, get it fitted. Instead of all that, stay at home. Your computer's there with access to rockauto.com and that is the best solution in my opinion. Uh, I hate leaving the house, I'm sure you do too. So you can save time and money when using rockauto.com. They are a family business, they've been serving online customers for over 20 years and those prices are reliably low for every customer. They've got everything from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, uh, even things like new carpet. If you can put it on or in your car or truck, rockauto.com probably stocks it. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write lockdown on their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I've also got to tell you about Built Bar. You know Built Bar by now. It's delicious, it's nutritious, it is all around amazing. And they've got a special flavor this weekend. It is the Banana Cream Pie Built Puff. If you don't know what a Built Puff is, it's kind of like a Built Bar, but it is uh, softer and marshmallowy and very, very, very good. Uh, I really like the Banana Cream Pie flavor. It's uh just just really really good uh i'm a big fan of banana flavored things in general and this is just spot on uh so i will definitely be getting some of those and you should too if you don't like that then they've got a bunch of regular flavors like coconut mint brownie orange german chocolate so there is something for everyone at built.com and not only are these built bar flavors the best tasting they're good for you as well high in protein low in carbs calories ranging from 130 to 180 per bar you can't ask for anything more than that built bar is 
also the official protein bar of the US track and field team, which is pretty darn cool. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, at built.com. So let's talk Olympics, because I feel like everyone has already picked Canada to win the gold. Everyone's very excited about America. Um, and, you know, we've got some of our, our guys on the team that could be could be an option there. I imagine Zakarensky will be going to play for America, uh, provided he's healthy, uh, touch wood. Uh, but beyond that, we don't have uh, Canadians, I don't think, that are uh, Olympians. We don't really have any other Americans. Obviously, with the departure of Seth Jones, I'm going to go ahead and assume that he's there. Uh, but we do have, for example... Uh, we've got Elvis Musleykins, who I would be very surprised if he does not get that number one spot in Latvia. Uh, he's, I believe, the only Latvian goalie in the NHL right now, so that feels like a lock for Team Latvia. Uh, Vladislav Gavrikov, I imagine, will get the call for Russia. Again, there's not a ton of top-tier Russian defenders uh, I feel like this is true of every every Olympics. Russian forwards always amazing, and then the defense I think is almost entirely KHL, which is fine. Like the KHL is still a very very good league, but I feel like there are not many really really good Russian defenders in the NHL right now. Um, I I could be wrong. I probably am, but uh, don't at me about it. Uh, in terms of other teams. Uh, I would imagine that uh, Bjorkstrand is a lock for uh, Denmark. He just did really well in the Olympic qualifiers. I believe he and Nikolai Ehlers had a really, really good qualifying uh, tournament, mini tournament round. I'm not sure what it was, but he did really well in that. So I've got to think he and uh, Winnipeg's Ehlers are locks for that. Patrick Laine for Finland, of course, uh, even, you know, with the down year that, uh, the <clears throat> even with the down year that he had last season, you know, he's still one of the top Finnish players in the league. Uh, Dean Kukan for Switzerland as well. Uh, I know Dean Kukan is a name that not many people will, uh, will know, but he's, again, one of the only Swiss players in the league, so you you know you imagine that he will be going to play for his country, um, and then you know we've got a couple of other options. Will Gus Nyquist go for Team Sweden? You'd you'd, you'd think so. Uh, uh, we've got Jacob Voracek for uh, the Czech Republic again. He's a little bit on the older side, but again, uh, NHL player, lots of experience. You've got to think that he is at least in the conversation. And uh, Gregory Hoffman, again, for Switzerland. He led the entire uh, World Championships in scoring, tied, of course, with uh, GB's Liam Kirk, as I mentioned earlier when I was talking to Jeff about Hoffman. Uh, he, again, not a ton of Swiss players in the NHL. You've got to think he's at least in the conversation. Um, so we could potentially have, you know, Quite a few, quite a few Blue Jackets uh, making their Olympic journey, which would be a lot of fun. Um, 
So just to just to sum it up, uh, teams that qualified, we've got China, Canada, Russia, Finland, Sweden, the Czech Republic, the United States, Germany, Switzerland, Slovakia, Latvia, and Denmark. We could potentially have Blue Jackets on seven of the 12 Olympic teams, which would be very exciting. Um, teams that, that just missed out, obviously, uh, France was was in the mix. Uh, I believe they were in direct competition with Denmark and Latvia for those final two spots, um, which, again, like, you'd like to think that Alexander Texier, uh, who played in, again, the qualifying round, he would have been on that team. Unfortunately, France didn't make it, um, which is a shame, because, again, I think Alexander Texier is an easy, easy top-line pick for Team France. But... Beyond that, I think you know we could we could make a good show of uh, of Blue Jackets at the Olympics. So I'm excited. Uh, I know the the Olympics are always a fun time. Uh, again, everyone gets really excited about Canada versus America, but I love to watch. You know what we would consider the underdogs, the developing teams. Obviously, I was rooting for Team GB in World Championships, and they were the underdoggiest of underdogs. So you know I. I'm going to be looking for China to do well. I'm going to be looking for Latvia, not only because of Mosleykins, uh, Denmark, not only because of Bjorkstrand, but because I think it's cool when teams like that do well in this kind of thing. Um, you know, one of one of the best parts of the last Olympics, in my opinion, was Germany getting that silver medal. Obviously, with no NHL players, last Olympics, uh, the 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 playing field was a lot uh, a lot flatter. A lot more even. Uh, Russia ended up winning the gold, but that silver medal for Germany was just fantastic. So I'm excited for maybe an upset. Uh, and hopefully it'll be, you know, not just Canada, Russia, America, Sweden, and Finland in that top spot, in those top spots uh, is, is what I would like. Um, and I think that's all the time I've got for today. Tomorrow... Uh, because it is, in fact, Monday. Uh, next week is the last week of our uh, three-a-week. Starting next Monday, we'll be going back to five-a-week as training camp starts, so we'll be back up to full-time, getting into our pre-season grind, which will be exciting. Next week, I think uh, we are going to look at some of the new guys in town, uh, looking at where they might fit in the lineup. We're going to be looking at guys like Gregory Hoffman. We're going to be looking at guys like Igor Chinakov. We're going to be looking at guys like Jake Bean, Adam Boquist, uh, because, gosh, there are a lot of new Blue Jackets in town. So that'll be next week. Uh, once again, I am Jake Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets, and also wherever you listen to podcasts, literally everywhere. We are on Apple, we are on Spotify, we are on Stitcher, Podbean, Odyssey, Audible. If you have somewhere that you listen to podcasts, that is where you can find Locked On Blue Jackets, and also uh, the rest of the Locked On NHL shows. So... If you have a second team, then you can find us there. Uh, and until tomorrow, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and make sure you stay locked on.